0: back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast, in which we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows.
1: And my name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And today we're talking about Minute 136
0: of Part 4, Change Machine. It is going to start with Cyborg saying uh, to protect it, Uh, Dr. Silestone never returned it. And then the minute is going to end with Batman saying that finishing Aquaman's sentence dot 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 can turn smoke back into a house. So there, there's a bit of a uh, a brainstorming session here that they are finishing each other's sentences uh, in this minute. So uh, uh, brainstorming.
1: The, oh, okay. That's oh, okay. <laughs> brainstorming between the group of them. I thought you were talking. I thought you meant us. We were having a brainstorm. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Don't no, th- my brain hasn't don't, worked in years. Don't drop that on me all of a sudden. <laughs> you know, you gotta, you gotta ease me into that. Um, what do you? Who do you think I am? Jimmy Neutron? Called,
0: <laughs> brain blast. That's what that was. Yeah. That's what they're having here. They're having a brain blast. Little, uh, little round table, if you will. Square, a little square table, if you will. There is a brain blast that happens. If people are familiar with Jimmy Neutron, when Cyborg at the end of the movie, when he. Uh, taps into the the unity in the three boxes that has a whole brain blast moment right where it like goes into his his mind yeah i feel like only people who watch jimmy Neuchamp might understand
1: what i'm talking about no they but, they get it and the, you see the yeah. the brain synapses and exactly i don't know maybe a neuron or something i don't know <laughs> <laughs> uh it's like that should yeah. like want it to be like yeah we could we could probably like teach kids like science words and it's like uh uh-uh, uh that's not you could throw them in there but it's not hitting. there are <laughs> shows there are shows that do teach science i don't
0: think if i recall correctly i don't know that jimmy Neutron was educational nope in that regard nope you know it, and and i don't think you know dexter's lab didn't try to pretend it was being educational either Mm-mm. uh i don't know the The only time man they need,
1: pbs baby yeah that's what you get yeah. yes there's a. Uh... There's some there's some uh, science cartoons. For I feel like Phineas and Ferb might have been more educational. <laughs> Probably, I I miss that. I don't. I didn't really. I get. I understand the references, but I didn't watch. Um, mm-hmm. didn't watch it. Also, di- wasn't it wasn't that big of a Disney Channel kid, more of a Cartoon Network at that time. Started on Nickelodeon.
0: Yeah, sorry to to get on this tangent, but uh, <laughs> anyway, continue. <laughs> we're talking about, the... we're talking about knowledge here, right? Because uh, Ray Fisher is really portraying Cyborg in this minute as like a robot, like it, the way he portrays the character in this scene. He he's very much like I'm not just a in this moment. I'm not a boy who's been afflicted with. Um, This alien technology and, you know, everything that we've learned before about his past to sympathize with his character. He seems changed now because in the previous week, he was talking about his history and how he was turned into this, this monster, this cyborg. Um, And now in this scene, he's talking to them like he is um, some sort of a messenger, like a robot. So he has a very robotic way of talking and looking from, yeah. uh, whether he's looking at Barry Allen or looking at Wonder Woman, he is moving and talking very robotically, very direct and like very staccato. Yeah. Data. Uh, deliver- yeah. Like data, but <laughs> Zack Snyder's data. Um, and uh, so he's talking about what the mother boxes uh, can do. But what's interesting is that in this minute, we get clarification from Barry Allen who says like, wait a minute, your dad used this device to bring you back to life? Like, isn't this like some kind of murder machine? Mm-hmm. Which there's two things I love about it. One is that it humbles us as the audience to to not just assume things about the the mother boxes, no matter how many comics we've read or none at all. Um, this is a clear definition for the movie um, so that anyone watching it can understand like this isn't some evil device from Steppenwolf. Right. It's just a neutral device that has this philosopher's stone
1: like power yeah. to it um or nor is it like uh, a transportation device because that was that's also like uh or a hmm, like a like a like a personal computer kind of like a ghost if you will that's a really mm-hmm. good that's a good that's a really but good it's not like that you're no saying, not at right? all it yeah, yeah no yeah. but in some iterations it is seen like that kind of like your own personal custodian i guess if you will um you know an information bank that can do things has all sorts of sensors can do stuff but also adapt or change to what may be needed um and and and, and uh, uh uh integrative technology i guess that's fun um
0: yeah so the, that that was another um comparison
1: would be the allspark right and mm, i don't think but, so I don't know. Allspark was always like a power source to me. That's like the heart of the cards. (laughs) Yeah. And so that when I mean compare, I mean more so
0: contrast because like they are different. I mean, we're talking about a big Hollywood picture with like a Mm -hmm. MacGuffin that is just a metal cube. Right. An alien power. Yeah. Pretty much the same. Um, But the Allspark isn't I wouldn't say it's as defined as the Mother Box. Like the mother box has purpose, multiple purposes, multiple uses throughout its movie, right? Whereas the Allspark, um, Optimus Prime says like it, it's just like yeah, it is like this power source. Um, if Megatron had it, he could do whatever he wanted, but they don't elaborate on it. You don't really see it. Um, I I think the only time you see it is that it can, it can, um, it can create energon to create transformers remember like it shocks it does like a shock wave yeah and it and it yeah you, there's like you, certain words you can't say in transformers so being like i'm not talking about that person <laughs> um <laughs> but it creates a shock wave and like then it, it brings a bunch of things it, it like imbues energon into certain yeah. machines and brings them to life and stuff so uh that's not the same as this whereas we'll talk about in this minute um it literally has like
1: alchemy. This is a this is an alchemic box. <laughs> that's yeah, but that's also a word that we use here on Earth as humans. That's not like yeah. you know, uh, yeah, that's fun, right? Because like alchemy, like you could be like, oh, you're doing alchemy there, and they're like, no, we're just like we're just working. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh oh yeah, you're right. Uh, that was that's forbidden on my planet. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, uh, this
0: alchemy has always been a cool thing, fascinating thing to us. I think our generation, right? Um, there's not a person I don't meet that like they'll say like, "Oh, their favorite anime is Full Metal Alchemist," and what a what a staple in our pop culture social circle, where our generation is so aware of alchemy from an anime. That not only explains alchemy, but explains like equivalent exchange and uh, turning particles of smoke back into a house kind of thing. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I understand that. <laughs> yeah. Because we all watch Toonami or Adult Swim at some point in our life uh, or Crunchyroll. But it's also,
1: it's it's better to think about that in in that way um, rather than just being seeing this particular minute as a maybe a 10-year-old and just being like... Okay, yeah, because Cyborg is just, like, giving exposition. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I kind of see it as, like, both ways. It, it flips more of a switch for us because when uh, trigger word of change machine is said and then you put that together with what it did to Cyborg and also what they're explaining, smoke back into a house, um, you know, our minds are triggered with more imaginative uh storytelling devices rather than just sitting here and being like okay like get on with it we know what we got to do like bring superman back yep okay cool got it um so it's like a lot you were talking earlier about how cyborg is explaining all this very monotone very robotic very of a cyborg um but it's not like a losing interest way of speaking um like this is an amazing monologue.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um if if I if there was if there was an audition tape and they were like, "Yeah, do this read." And, you know, he <laughs> does that word like like change machine and all these things. Absolutely. I want to see upload that to YouTube. Um I love that. I would like to see the audition tapes. Right? Uh,
0: especially for Jason Momoa who didn't know he was being tested for Aquaman. I think he He was reading lines for Batman, for Batman v Superman, and he thought he was going to be casted as kind of like a heel or a henchman in some capacity, like maybe what kind of uh, KGB esque, but instead. KGB KGB beast. You got it. Thank people you. understand. I'm sorry. Yeah, they they understand. Uh, I was I was saying an acronym for his name, <laughs> <laughs> not the real organization. <laughs> Nobody knows what the B stood for. Uh, so, but yes, uh, I would love to see the audition tapes. I mean, the, I think the um the Wonder Woman one has always circulated. I think people see that one a lot. Um, but I would like to see Cyborg and and really Ezra Miller in this minute is so different than oh, yeah. the Barry Allens we've seen them portray in other scenes in other movies the way Barry Allen is in this minute is very concerned there's there's no energy that seems uh, unwarranted mm-hmm. in a way like he
1: it seems like just like a scared kid young Um, very young adult (laughs) i see it more as like the scientist kicking in and it's yes like of course like as a young adult um a younger adult amongst a couple gods and a batman um Mm -hmm. him like actually this is a pretty big flex for barry um to be able to, one, keep up and also, like, explain and rationalize the science behind what Cyborg is saying, because what he is explaining is inherently unscientific because of the change machine, uh, or, I guess, because it exists outside our laws of understanding physics, right? It's We're talking about re- resurrecting a freaking alien here. So, like, Barry well, he's is, He's
0: trying to understand uh cyborg you know like uh, you victor you're standing here
1: because you were
0: brought back by this box so like this
1: is like a young adult who is very proficient in the science field and with his own with their own self um and then like rationalizing it and coming to the explanation like doing a complete scientific method like in his head right now like going through it all and just kind of um you know uh checking off like everything it's like yeah that you did this and this and, like, explain this to me. Okay, I need to make sense of, you know. It's not even, like, an explain to me like I was five moment here because that's kind of, like, what you would expect from a comedic relief-type character. Um, But Barry's just on, like, the very same page and is just, like, trying to bring it down into his peer conversation. Like, if they were just hanging out by their lockers in high school and Vic just came back with, like, a broken leg and, oops, my dad changed me into a robot... And they're chilling at the locker right before science class. And he's like, wait, wh- hang on, pause, do a save by the bell, look at the camera, and, you know, that whole so, thing. So I really appreciate just, like, the this aged, this younger-aged Barry right now just having this conversation with the rest of the League members and holding his own.
0: Yeah, they, they keep it very compassionate in this in this version of the movie. If I remember correctly, the 2017 version they're digging clark out of you know out of the grave and there's that quick interaction of like oh you know accident you know the mother box made me this right like if if i remember correctly there is like a quick how are you changed into the flash how are you cyborg uh
1: Unless I'm getting that mistaken with another movie, I don't know. That sounds familiar. To be honest with you, let's just roll with it.
0: But uh, this movie takes that more seriously in the way of caring, not not just like having to explain it in in such a um, sad, tragic way. Um, it's it's caring. It's it's about um, sympathizing, being empathetic, that compassion for each other, um, not just. Oh, I got hit by a lightning bolt. No, Barry is seeing someone who has died and bring, and brought back to life because of this psycho murder machine. Yeah. And um he he's lost his mother. Um a lot of people have lost loved ones here and then they're seeing someone who has died brought back by this machine. And he's also reconciling with the fact that this machine did it and not that cyborg was just, um, you know, he got his, his, uh, mechatronic parts from some other means. It was like, no, specifically this box that the, that the evil alien wants, this is what brought you back to life. It chose to bring you back to life in some, in some way your, your, your father tapped into it. Um, so, um, I think it, it, it adds so much more uh of a relationship between Barry Allen and the Mother Box by um associating it with with the rest of the team.
1: Yeah, I, I yeah, I agree. I still I I see it as so much of just like Barry like in his own way understanding all of this. Um and again, just as a scientist, <laughs> like that's that's what I keep on going back to. Like you can't like this. This kid is smart as mm-hmm. all heck. Are we cursing? Hell, is that a <laughs> curse word? No, it's a place. It's, it's a place. place. But, uh, the, I mean, it,
0: by by having this conversation and and the team really getting to know this mother box instead of just treating it as a MacGuffin, it. There's more of a connection to it when you know Barry Allen touches it, when he builds a charge and he ignites the spark, um, to you know bring Clark back to life or to stop the unity. Um, it's this conversation here makes the MacGuffin, um, I want to say like it embeds itself into the story better than just being, um a relic to be acquired yeah
1: i agree i very much so agree um i think they i think inherently and we're going to compare it again uh an infinity gauntlet already does that because it is a because i think it's a weapon or something that you can wield and and actually use they make it it a weapon right uh, I well, mean, I mean, well, Doctor Strange's
0: whole first movie is with that the Time Stone, yeah. But well, a lot of them, I mean, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy with the Power Stone, it is a weapon. Um, the Tesseract is uh, kind of like a ticking time bomb of a MacGuffin where it's going to create this portal. So they, they're all they're all weaponized in some way. Um, but Infinity War treats it more like I want to say a video game, right? Because it scatters them kind of and says, "Oh, we have to go here, we have to go there, we have to go get them." Uh, Endgame does it too with the time heist, which um, I will always think is kind of a great concept. So I have no uh, criticisms for that. I think it's a great idea to to do a time travel heist. Um, so yeah, to have multiple MacGuffins, then you create kind of like a rat race, um, you said ace, uh, that <laughs> they, they had to go find, <laughs> they to go find all these different infinity stones. Jaws so. a
1: little bit. Jaws <laughs> a little bit. I don't know if anybody gets those two, ref- that was, I really hope that tickled a funny bone on somebody that's listening. I hope someone does a rat race minute. That needs to be a thing. No, I don't want people... Don't break that down into minute format. Are you kidding me? Just watch it and enjoy it and laugh and just be like, yeah, okay. Just have <laughs>
0: someone as a guest just for the Barbie Museum minute and they'll just oh, be God. so confused. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, everyone would want the Smash Mouth minutes.
1: Oh, what a movie. What, what a, a great, movie. What a great movie. What a time.
0: Yeah, but, anyway. Uh, yeah, so, you know, we're talking about alchemy in this moment. Uh, this is where they start saying, you know, they, they start finishing each other's sentences and talking about how the, uh, particles, uh, of a house can turn, you know, with a match can turn a house into smoke, but with a mother box, the smoke can turn back into a house. Um, and so this is where they start to, uh, start to have the same
1: ideas, you know, does that does the explanation does the particle explanation bother you at all in any way as a um, rational human being?
0: it It makes sense that it's particles are particles nonetheless right and, and that's 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 the thing about alchemy, right is that you can turn dirt into gold even though it has no similar molecular structure but particle to particle you can change it somehow because well let's well, see what's what's crazy about you know chemistry is the difference between a house and ashes is that the ashes are the leftover carbon and all the energy has left said house it's burned away right so but carbon is still saying.
1: particles that exist in space
0: so with the alchemic energy, right, are you reinstating the energy lost in that carbon to then kind of, like,
1: uh, rehydrate? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, you're just, it's, you're, you, you just have all of the collective, it's just like a materials a thing. Of. You're just collecting all the materials, and then you can go into your <laughs> console and and be able to pick the yeah. the wall and build it again, and it just shows up instantly right in front of you, just like... Yeah, just like No Man's Sky, you know. <laughs> like you gotta say collect you're a fan the... of McDonald's,
0: right? And yeah. you see the dehydrated onions. Could you turn those dehydrated onions back into a full onion? The alchemy would be like water rehydrating them, but then also binding
1: them together to become. and and like an onion yeah restarting like the like the growth process of that plant and its cells and all of that stuff on the molecular level and it getting back into its full natural form but that also induces a time frame that only exists within our realm of concept so so i'm thinking like not only does it repair to repair tissue
0: but it uh, now we're talking living organisms. Now I'm talking like it well, with cyborg here, and that was another question I was gonna ask, is like repairing tissue seems a little bit like it has a little little time travel to it.
1: That's what I'm saying. It has to yeah. speed up the process of whatever the natural process for your cells to heal and change and evolve and whatever. From any substance over time, you know, just like if you're turning the house from smoke, uh, from ash back into a house, you still have to like, remember what the house looked like. <laughs> and yeah, and if is that house made out of wood? Okay, now we got to get wood. So where do you start with wood? Whatever those particles are, build them back together, complete the structure. The time frame just goes. So essentially, in your little confined space of particles mm-hmm. that the mother box is working with, uh, it, it rebuilds just... a tree, but it only needs the wood, so it forms it back into a wooden plank, and then multiply it by you know however many to make a structure and yada yada yada. So the whole yeah, and it's and, like and... in its confined <laughs> space, you know, much like how Superman can manipulate the the gravitational force within his own field and do something. Um, so that was
0: uh, uh that was. <sighs> One of my notes for this minute. It's probably my last note. Um, and I applaud anyone who's who's sticking with us as we have our brain blast about yeah. alchemy here. Thank but you. The cyborg's biomechatronic structure that he has now. Mhm. If if you could turn smoke back into a house and if you can bring Superman back to life, why couldn't it rebuild his skin? And bone yeah, well, that already existed if, in there? B- yeah. Unless, theory, Silas said, I can bring
1: you back better. Right? Silas would he- not have said that. The mother box would have taken it upon itself to do You're giving that. Silas the credit to say, he has the
0: power to save his son, but doesn't think I can make my son... 200 percent instead of just 100 percent i don't think like, he knew I what 200 can...
1: percent was so i think his only his his only scale was just 100 percent, and in his own imagination that was just human again daft punk no wait that's <laughs> I, after all sorry uh
0: i i, I think could he uh, this is so I, i'm really trying to think here okay because no i'm I, with you Because I I, I don't want to assume now that the mother box cannot bring a human back to life just as a human. Like repairing tissue, bringing tissue back. Like could could Victor have just come back fully human again? But the mother box for some reason decided, no, I'm going to make
1: you, you know. Evolve uh, you. Probably evolve you. That's I think what it is more leaning towards. I think it is like a, uh, yeah, you know, the mother box was given clay, and they said, "All right, go." And he said, "Whoa, well, let me put like some gold flakes in here, and then when we fire it, it's gonna turn out really freaking cool." He um, said, "Let me put this thirty ninety in you." Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You know, that's just so the mother box like turned on. And went on the internet, and the first thing that showed up was NVIDIA, and they said, Oh, sweet. And he said, Plug this baby in. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think it is more got of a. It's got a Hemi for a heartbeat. An evolved thing. Because um, that, that is the question. Like, why, if, if Cyborg was kept, let's call it stable uh, at Start Labs, right? Because he still had a pulse, it was still alive. Quote, if you want to call it that, alive but turned into this. Um, he wasn't. Yeah. dead he wasn't dead. He was
0: like he was like being kept
1: alive. He, he was, was on pronounced dead.
0: He wasn't yes. dead. Um, um, so I think he was pronounced dead just to be out of. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of the public, absolutely. But, um, mad but Superman, right? To... I mean, Superman has this hole in his chest. He's a from... Kryptonian. That's that's the thing. So that's the other thing, right? Like he can repair, anyways. Right.
1: I'm I'm really Not tearing really this apart. But I'm anyway, having fun with but, it. But yeah. Um it's just his Kryptonian cells are capable of withstanding much more than a human. Um which I, I wanna get
0: more into Superman's part, maybe in tomorrow's minute when we, you know, talk yeah. about some rebirth and return of. But um yeah, I'm 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 saying Superman now because I'm talking about I'm thinking about Cyborg and, and thinking if you can turn a smoke back into a
1: house, it's not a mechatronic house. <laughs> exactly. But Cyborg is a mechatronic house. Yeah. Superman isn't a mechatronic house. This mechatronic house is a mechatronic home. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can. We can let's put a that. pin in it. Let's think about that.
0: it. Let's come back <laughs> tomorrow uh, and we'll and we'll see. Okay. Live, laugh, download. There you go. That's like a uh, that's a person who plays way too many video games. Oh All god, right. that oh you that
1: has to it's got to be a thing in like a that's like hobby the, lobby.
0: The t-shirt that says like I pause my game to be here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh that's a the a slogan for a Smart House too. All right, we're going to wrap up for today. If you've enjoyed today's show, please consider leaving a five-star review. It really does help the show and helps new listeners discover our show as well. If you'd like to join the conversation, you can chat with us on Twitter at DCEU Minutes. And if you'd like to hear more bonus content, we also have a Patreon for just $3 with tons of other podcasts to listen to. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you on the next one here on DC Cinematic Minute.